Good morning, good afternoon. It is actually afternoon and good evening. Welcome back to- It's not afternoon. It's 11.30. (laughs) Have you seen that TikTok um, where it's like the people, it's a (gasps) podcast. And this girl doesn't know when noon is. I'm obsessed with her. She is, she represents me. (laughs) That's so funny. That's so funny. What do you think noon is? I don't know, 11? Like, when else would noon be? Noon. It's noon. noon. They said noon is 12. They're like, what do you, what is, what is, uh, what did they say? They're like, what is midnight? She's like, uh, 12 a.m. Yeah. And they're like, what is noon? 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is afternoon? Oh, well, you know, like, in the af- it's like, like 2 p.m. afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so funny. There were people who were like, there were people who were like, there's too many people with podcasts right now. We need more, like, these people are, can have a podcast. Love them, yes. I, like, that was probably the I best discussion. <laughs> Total nonsense. Um, well, welcome back to the Peasant Party Podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Warren. Everyone's favorite person is back in the studio. Um, I love your cowboy boots, by the oh, way. Oh, thanks. I just got them yesterday. So my hair cute. girl gave them to me. Thank you. Oh, so I, much. You need to, I need to know who your hair girl is. Um, nice yeah, gift. she did my hair. I didn't um, wash it this morning. Oops, I look so disgusting, look. too. Um, <laughs> don't we needed look at to come me. in, and we, so we pay for this by recording fake podcasts. Oh, yeah, here's another <laughs> thing. I brought it, my Wrangler bag. I can get permission. Wait, what? That's yeah. so sick. It's one of the samples. So, everyone, you should buy a Wrangler bag because you can carry a bunch of shit you don't need in it, like these caffeinated energy bars (laughs) get your verb energy they actually are really good honestly they're kind of fire no they're caffeinated energy bars 110 calories that's why we're like on a sick one right now (laughs) exactly um that's why we're like this right now yes um you want to know like what like trend right now is really pissing me off i'm I'm gonna sound like the biggest fucking fun sucker in the world the girl math thing okay all right, let's. I'll hear you out. Tell me why. Tell me why. That's I didn't you. spend. So I say this as a person who really fucking sucks at math. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend middle school and high school having dad yell at me during math homework to the oh. point where I cried. Yes. And like have to like get an A in math so that I could like have a cell phone, just to like have people be like, ha ha, like girl math, and pretend to be stupid and think it's funny. Girl it's math dumb. can't count. Okay, okay. So here's here's my thing. I actually think. Um, I think like girl, so uh, there's kind I of. I also a fine just line, hate right? kitschy buzzword terms. Sure, sure, and yeah, I mean, if you want to go against the grain, but I actually really like appreciated the girl dinner thing, um, I, which I think is different from girl math because I think girl math kind of was taken into the wrong hands. But girl yeah. dinner, I actually really appreciate because I don't know about you, but I have been eating saltines with like pesto mm-hmm. for my whole life mm-hmm. <laughs> when i can't come up with a dinner i'm like crackers apple slices like totally. that's girl dinner and i it's because i'm busy with other shit in my life and mm-hmm. i'm not like a domesticated woman mm-hmm. like i'm eating whatever i can so i can move on to the next thing like i'm an independent woman i take care of only myself i'm not cooking for anyone else mm-hmm. so um like i loved the girl dinner thing because i feel like it was just very like yeah, women are allowed to like have these silly, goofy little personalities mm. and be independent and care for themselves, and um, it doesn't have to be shamed or looked down upon. You know, totally. Like girls being messy is, in some strange way, like kind of taboo. You know, mm. like you're not supposed to be messy as a girl. Mm-hmm. So, I appreciated that. But girl math, I think, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit like <laughs> one plus one is three, and yeah, like I dumb. don't think. What about boy math? 
I think it's all math. dumb. Math is numbers. Okay, okay, but boy math, math. Two plus two is four is math. Okay, okay, but boy math they say is more like oh he bought uh he bought a girl three drinks and now he thinks he can like cling to her shoulder all night or whatever. Like that's boy math. Like it's not actual math. It's just kind of it's like, another kitschy fucking roasting buzzword. the shit out of men. <laughs> Uh, no more, no more, no more coming up with cute trends. It's dumb. Bitch, good luck. Good luck preventing that. I'm going to prevent people <laughs> on the internet who want attention from trying to do things that will get them more attention. It's going to work phenomenally. Okay, um, yeah, no more okay, buzzwords. So, no fun allowed. No fun allowed. In case anyone didn't know, that is <laughs> a joke. Fun police. There's Suzanne. literally people, like, it was funny because Buddy says to me, he's like, he's like, because I, I like my content is jokey. I yell at people. Sure. Last night I like had a thing with a knife that I was doing, and I was yeah. Okay. And like some people like in there, they're just like nobody wants someone screaming at them, and then it's just like, but he's like, people do think you're serious. I was like, do people think like how would I have gotten this far in life if I was running around screaming at people the way I do on the internet? You know what though? I think it's fine if some people think you're serious because it's not for those people. It's for the That's people the who get it. And just like any good comedy, any good comedy mm-hmm. on the internet, there's always going to be some mm-hmm. dumb fuck who's like, "Is this real?" Wow, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, satire. Any type of satire yeah. on the internet, there's going to be a group of people that are like, "Wow, I would have dumped her immediately. You would never get a date with me." And it's like, "Yeah, bitch," because it's satire. Yeah. And like the girls who get it get it, mm-hmm. and that's good comedy. Like, not everyone's going to get it, and and the people who do get it like are in on the joke. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't even think like I don't. You don't have to think I'm funny. Like some people, like if some people like their their bar for funny is is way way higher than what I'm what I'm doing. But like the idea that they, it's that it's in the realm of possibility that I'm being serious. Like, do you yeah. think I run around waving knives at people and like have like run around with a PowerPoint? And I'm like, hey, you're not talking, you're dating. Like, right? No. And satire doesn't always have to be like ha ha humor, yeah. like laugh out loud humor. Mm-hmm. Like, I think satire makes a point rather than just yeah. like you know empty humor. So fair. That is fair. That's what I had to say about that. Yeah. But. No, totally. Um. Yeah. Um. What else is new? Before we go into our little Ooh, questions. What else is it? Oh, uh, pff, girl. <laughs> I'm going, listen, being single, I'm loving it, okay? Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm having a good time with it. Um, I'm wondering, like, how much is, we can talk about sex on this podcast, right? Like, it's not just about dating. We can. Okay. Well, I won't get too into it, but um, me and my homegirl, who is also recently single, we're talking about, like... BDSM because we're both you know like getting into our late 20s and it's just like damn that's something that I've never experimented with experienced when I was younger I think you know I was always just so like I was afraid of sex sex was like Mm -hmm. uncomfortable for me I didn't Mm -hmm. feel confident in it and as you get older you start to feel more confident about that type of thing and like just approaching certain um kinks mm. <laughs> and so uh we've been discussing it lately and just kind of like lightly looking into it mm-hmm. and i'm telling you this because this just happened like 20 minutes ago so mm-hmm. um i <laughs> last night i was out with some friends and i was telling them like yeah i know i know this guy we haven't met before but um we have mutual friends and we follow each other and he's dm'd me before mm-hmm. and he put me on his close friends randomly and like on his close friends he'll post content like kind of cringy but like he clearly is into bdsm and like tying people up and like shibari and shit 
and I never like responded to it. I was kind of like, oh, whatever. Um, and I was like dating somebody after that. But then we were talking about it last night, and my homegirl was like, DM him right now, <laughs> message him right now, right now, do it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I messaged him, and basically, I feel like I got stone cold rejected. <laughs> though it happens well he respond he, he was just kind of like uh yeah no thanks but uh but i think he might have been like on a trip with uh, maybe another girl maybe a, another sub i'm not sure because then this morning he responded to me mm-hmm. and started talking to me a little bit about it and i was trying to be really coy but um mm-hmm. eventually i was like yeah do you have any uh space on your roster <laughs> Damn. And he was like, yeah, I got one or two spots. Damn. <laughs> All right. I'm nervous. I'm scared. But hopefully, you know, like, he's really cute. So I'm, like, not – I'm not too, like, stressed Dang, about it. I mean, it, adventures are – those are always, I like – I know. It's not so scary. I hear Austin's not very big for, like, that type of stuff. I Austin's huge with, like, the swinger community or some Swingers. Shit. Dallas. Dallas is crazy with, oh. like, the kink community. So that's what I'm up to. But I never got to do that when I was, you know – in relationships and stuff and it's always when you're in a relationship it's kind of hard to like bring up new kinks to a person it's kind of hard to like introduce new things and be like can we try or whatever you know Mm -hmm. oh totally yeah this is a good a good era for me (laughs) yeah no it's like it's always one of those because you're like scared like they'll judge you and stuff and like yeah, no, but I mean, like, it's it's good to ex- it's good to explore that, and like, especially like you know, with or without right. another person, like you know, there's a lot of bo- there's like a lot of like good books out there. There's a lot of good like I feel like there's a lot of good like female like hosted like classes and stuff that can help you get into yeah. that like without having to have <gasps> a partner or something. Yeah, like I should stuff for like yeah, like, pole dancing. I've heard is a great workout. Oh like you do a pole dancing class, like all of that. Wait, I want to do pole dancing I'm so bad. I've always wanted to actually, and it's like I one of those things you know. Same with like. BDSM, which like shibari doesn't even have to be like overtly i mean it it, it is sexual but like there's an art form to it you Mm -hmm. know and like i i just realized like oh my god i don't want to be get old and be stuck in like a vanilla relationship and be like i never tried the cool things that i wanted to try yeah (laughs) well yeah you never know and like hopefully you find that within a relationship and yeah yeah. hopefully or find a relationship through that totally you know what i mean exactly How do you feel about liars? That's a loaded question. That's a broad question. Yeah. How do I feel about liars? Liars are bad. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. All right. So I'll narrow down the question okay, a little thank bit. Thank you. Um, what li- What white lies do you think are okay to tell in early dating, or what white lies do you tell? Kind of okay. off the top of your head, anything recently? Okay. Okay. Uh, I I think white lies are just leaving information out. Got it. Right. Like, I don't I mean, okay. so like, for example, I don't know, not telling somebody the extent of like how how recently you got out of a relationship or Mm -hmm. whatever, like stuff like that. Like, I kind of keep that close to the chest because I don't want them to be like, whoa, you're emotionally unstable or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, it bites me in the ass because then I try to date somebody. and I'm not ready for it. And Mm -hmm. I have to be like, sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that would be like a white lie. But I know that we had discussed this before. On, like, Hinge, you can put if you drink alcohol or smoke mm-hmm. weed or whatever. And you said that you think that a lot of times people don't aren't fully honest about that. It's also just because everyone's definitions are different. I mean, obviously, if you don't drink and you put no, that's mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. But some people's version of sometimes and socially and yeah. frequently is very different. Very different. That's um, true. And then, of course, there's also stuff where 
because I think the weed one is weird because it's like if it's not totally legal in your state, it's just like opening yourself up to something like especially because there's some people who are just like it's just not a big enough part of my life to like mention. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you smoke weed every day and you want to be with somebody who does like they, you yeah. probably put it. But if you are somebody who, you know, someone passes you a joint at like a you know reggae concert and you take it like you don't have to put sometimes. In my right. opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Like, so I think, yeah, leaving stuff out. Um, you want to know a white lie that I have definitely been guilty of? Yes. Um, so, like, and it's usually because it's over text where I have a resource in the form of a phone. Sure. I have totally said I've seen movies or read books or seen shows that I've never seen and then just looked up the plot on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that. That's so well, funny. Like, I'm honest about like, that kind of thing because oh, I'm like... If I'm like a conversation's going good and there's good momentum, I'm like I can I'll, I'll I can watch this later. I'll figure it out. <laughs> like, oh, like, okay. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm seeing this comedian. Oh, I totally like. Oh my god. Actually, I did not do that <gasps> with Buddy. I knew who everybody was. Um, okay. But I've okay. like with people's like you know obscure bands. Like oh, like I know who they are. Really, you do? Nobody does. I've done that. Wow. Okay. So would you would you but say it, then? It's also but the thing is. It's something that I can always figure out quickly, like, if things go well. Like, it's not like, you know, like, I'm, it's not like I'm saying I'm 21 when I'm 30. Like, I can't go magically be 21 again. Sure, sure. But then do you feel like you are are bending your persona and your personality to fit, like, what you think they will like? So the thing is, I don't think it goes that far into that direction. um, Because usually it's like... It's usually not something that extreme. It's usually because I like them already and like the things they're interested in. So I figure it will be on the same wavelength. Um, and I also don't show too much enthusiasm for it. Like, I never say it's my favorite band or, like, it's my favorite comedian. Oh, yeah, you know, I know them. Oh, yeah, they're kind of funny. Like, that mm-hmm, kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and usually it's, like, it's to keep a good momentum. And, like, it usually they don't, like, pry into it. Like, they're not like, oh, you know, they don't start quizzing me like oh when was he born name to- name three of your favorite songs like it's usually like oh, <laughs> yeah cool. name three songs yeah so. um okay can i i have a, a situation and i know we, we got to get to the listener mail but i need to ask you if you would do the same thing that i did in mm-hmm. the situation okay so um i might have even talked about him on one of the previous podcasts but there's this guy uh met him on tinder mm-hmm. not on hinge so it doesn't there all the information's not there met him on tinder hottest guy i've ever seen Mm -hmm. i'm not joking you so fine beautiful fine line tattoos like absolutely stunningly gorgeous and i tattooed him he came in i tattooed him and we we hit it off and had a good time and went and got a drink and whatever and we we had been talking for a couple days prior to this and he was like in town he was just visiting in town um we hung out for like three days and on like the third day he i (coughs) finally I think I asked a question that that gave him no more space to lie or leave information out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, so I do have a kid. Oh, uh, I think he said the kid was like, <laughs> like 10 or 11 or something like that. And I'm like, OK, fine. You have mm-hmm. a kid. All good. You live far away. Like it's, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. A few, <laughs> and he told me a little bit about like his ex-wife and blah blah, blah mm-hmm. and it's kind of like yeah, all right. You didn't tell me the last couple of days. It's kind of weird that you would withhold that information. Mm-hmm. He goes home, comes back a few weeks later, and then lets it slip that he has another kid with another, another woman. <laughs> so, so I literally like changed his name in my phone to two kids, two baby mamas. <laughs> but, but he's so fucking hot, and I like it. it I, I was so tempted to just like let it 
go, you know? Yeah. Would you, if you find out a guy has two kids, two baby mamas, are you cutting it off right I there? Think, I, I, I think you're, you're not a good parent if you hide that you have kids. I think, like, there's something, mm. like, to be said, like, um, you know, because as I was, as I was, like, single and dating, I didn't really come across, like, too many single dads. I think it's just kind of the social circles I was in. Like, mm-hmm. anybody that was, you know, a father was, was married to their, their wife or, um, but, yeah. like, so I didn't come across it, but I think a big, a big thing for me would be like your kids not like I would, if I were to date a single dad, I would want him to be a good dad and like okay. excited yeah, to yeah, raise yeah. his kids and yeah. like, but you would theoretically date a single yeah. dad. It, it, w- it would be in the realm of possibility, especially sure. at the age that I'm at. Um, but, yeah. um, you know, I think it's just like with living in a big city and like right. being in social circles where people are getting married a little bit later. Um, it's not something I was coming across a lot. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think I went on one date with a single dad um, and he was very open <gasps> Did about you really? Yeah. I, when I was 28 and he was like 40, I, the, it just felt like too big of an Whoa. age gap. And you, I could smell that he was like a cigarette smoker, which kind of turned me off. Oh um, my God. I didn't know about this. That's crazy. This, okay. It was one date. Um, and like, <laughs> but yeah, no, I could. Yeah. I, I think like the big fear for me, like, like, with like dating a single parent wouldn't be so much of like you know the like I would be too afraid of being like a young girl or a young kids like um what's it called um like the Meredith Blake in the parent trap like being mm, someone's evil yeah, stepmom yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, or like getting too. attached to the kids and then like you know it doesn't it doesn't work out or something like that and like I've right. heard of people getting you know oh. really serious heartbreak because you've become like a mentor to these kids and stuff and then yeah. you know you leave the relationship and you don't see those kids anymore and um I think that would be the thing I'd be more afraid of yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah and then just ultimately like you know wh- because I don't have I don't work with kids and stuff like not wanting to be a bad role model to somebody so that would be the things I'd be afraid of totally and and one of the things that I start to think about now as I'm older I'm like mm, yeah but if I, I start dating a, a guy with a kid what if I want a family, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, is that cruel to the other kids Yeah, to do? To be like, oh, we're bringing a baby in, and it's only, like, half well, your cause, sibling. Because yeah. we've seen that happen. Like, I, there was um, someone that we grew up with, and I won't say their name on here, but, like, um, you know, parents had had him and then divorced, and then mm-hmm. they both started their own families. And he was just kind of, like, the black sheep with, like, the bad bedroom Aww. at both of the houses. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just kind of, like, sad to see because it felt like he was, like, the forgotten child. Yeah. Um, and I would never want to be that person is somebody Ugh, um right it's more about like it, that's the thing it's like more about me than it is about them like yeah right yeah yeah definitely yeah um yeah back to our liar question um <laughs> no right. i think that was no we have good tangents um but um yeah li- like white lies um what about okay like lying what happens though and this isn't so much I, like i don't know wh- where this falls in the realm of lying but say you know, you're dating somebody or you've been going on dates with somebody and maybe there's another person that comes into the mix. Um, what happens if, you know, you have a date plan with somebody and then that other person comes into the woodwork and says, hey, what are you doing on Friday? And you have a date with that other woo! person. What woo, is your response woo, to woo. them? Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> which one do I like more in this scenario? Do I, I like the, I, I don't know. I like them equally. Okay. And I'm just kind of trying to figure. You're, it's still early. You're not. It's still early. I would make up a lie, probably, depending on who I want to hang out with more. Um, I am, listen, (laughs) I'm a woman of the streets. I'm not above doing one date one night and another date the next night. Not above it. I will go out with one guy one night, next night, book something else. Yeah, but no, so what if, though, like, 
you have a date planned on Friday. You're yes. excited about this date. And then other guy comes in and says, hey, do you want to do something on Friday night? The same time as your date. Yes, I do. And I will reschedule the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> See you there, babe. <laughs> Not, well, okay. Like, <laughs> I want my cake and I want to eat it too, babe. So. I made up a buzzword called cake slut. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't be making up buzzwords. Buzzword? A buzzword no. girly all of a sudden. No, but no, because, okay. because there's a lot of people who like want to have their cake and eat it too. And like, there's That's a lot of people who want like two traits in a person that kind of exist at odds with one another. Oh, like like a big one you see with guys is like, wow, well, like. I don't want her to be after, like, she's always, I don't want her to be after my wallet. But then, like, simultaneously, they'll be like, I want to date a 21-year-old. No, I don't care about careers. I don't want a career woman. Literally. Oh, my God. That's so annoying. Literally, like, the type of woman you want is, like, the type that is most likely to be, like, after your wallet and need the date more. Like, so it's, like, it's kind of a cake slut move. Dude. Women have have those kinds of things, too, where it's, like, you know, like, things around where it's, like, okay, like, if you want a, I don't know, like, a finance guy or something like but you also want one to be drug free and never and like it's like you're not mm. gonna find or it's like it's like the I, pool gets smaller the pool smaller. gets smaller like mm-hmm. you, you want two traits that stand at odds with each other it's like you know i want a guy who likes to go to like reggae concerts and loves bob marley but i don't want him to smoke any weed it's like hmm. that doesn't really like yeah good um, luck good luck with yeah. that um I, I saw a guy on hinge this morning literally this morning who uh, was like i want a girl uh or y'all fall for you if like you or whatever i want a girl who like uh is really fit and like really uh attractive but looks uh, but like is modest like a woman who looks amazing in a one piece and i'm like that's annoying <laughs> yeah, yeah good luck you mean, want like- a smoking hot bitch that will wear only a one piece for you like what ah! no yeah <laughs> cake slut yeah cake slut cake <laughs> slut you move. want that cake and you want to eat it i too, know bitch. like i'm sorry like i know a lot of like you know like christian women were like you know socially but like if they're into fitness like they're showing off those apps like they yes, and it's, it's yes. not it's not a thing of like showing off the body it's about fitness and health and so like yeah that is a cake slut move sure. um fucking cake sluts all over the place <laughs> um Okay, so we'll go back to that thing about lying about other, like uh, having another date because one of our listeners had a situation because we're talking about honesty, um, but sometimes there's like this kind of dilemma of like honesty versus kindness or how much honesty do you actually want, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, because this woman wrote in saying he told me about his other dates. Ugh. I, late 20s female, was two dates in with an ex coworker named Ken. Name has been changed. Okay. We're not like, okay, we're not, we're not going to go tell him. Sorry, Ken. Um, At least I think they were dates, but after a recent text conversation, I'm not sure. See, I wanted to see what Ken was up to on Friday to hang out again. I sent a text asking if he was free and got a response that caught me off guard. He said, would like to see you again, but Friday's no good. I'm going on a date that night. How's Saturday? Um, Parentheses. I was busy on Saturday, so no plans could be made for that weekend. I'm pretty thrown off by this and what it might mean. I'm 100% aware of and okay with multi-dating happening early on, but always thought it was supposed to be a don't ask, don't tell type thing. When I've been on the other end of these types of questions, I usually just answer that I have dinner plans with a friend and that suffices. I've gotten that response back from guys plenty when I've asked them and never saw the need to pry further. Mm -hmm. But this level of honesty, it almost feels like he's trying to send a message that he's either not interested in me, sees our situation as extremely casual, or like he's treating his dates like he's the bachelor and his dates are the contestants, (laughs) you know, trying to flex or create competition Uh among his options. So what are your thoughts on this and does this mean anything? Is this just a brutally honest guy or does this give any kind of insight into his intentions? Uh Ah! 
my gosh, that's so funny. That's so funny. I, <clears throat> yeah, to me, it sounds like it's a little bit of like Bachelor. Like, mm-hmm. are you jealous? Are you getting jealous right now? You want to hang out with me on Saturday? <laughs> it's just very setting her up. It's like, yeah, I had a date last night, but but you get to follow up. And like, if you impress me, you'll get my attention. I don't yeah. know. That's fucking weird. Personally, if I'm dating, so- if I'm going on dates with someone, like, you only have eyes for me and you better act like it. Like, mm-hmm. don't, it, you can be, it can be fake, mm-hmm. but don't act like, you, like, if you even, like, check out another girl while I'm on a first date with you, you're done. You're yeah. cut. You yeah. are cut. The fact that he would, like, dare to do that, that's that's some, like, negging shit, I feel. Yeah, because I, I feel like tone matters a lot. Because I will say, like, just as someone who makes dating content for people that are kind of all over the map in terms of, you know, their social, mm-hmm. um, you know, social skills and awareness, there are some people where they say they, they insist they want that brutal honesty. And I ask people, how much honesty do you really want? They all say, I want everybody to be super honest. Like, does it actually happen in practice? Mm, but yeah. there are some people who say, like, if they ask me, I give an honest answer. And, like, I feel like I would almost have to, like, see how this date play out. Because there's a certain type of guy I would look at him and be like, okay, he's he's trying to, like, you know, send a message. And there's another type of guy that would that I think would just be earnestly thinking he was being honest. So it really depends on the yeah, tone of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I, are you – okay, if a man asks you if you're seeing other people while you're, like, on a date with him, what do you say? I would – so first, I, I would think that's weird. Because I think there is sort of this level of illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think multi-dating can and does happen. I think there's so, – for some people that – helps them be a better dater to have that kind of going on in the mm-hmm. early stages. Right. Um, but I think, and like people are going to oh, you should always just be honest. I think there is a strong level of kindness that comes with giving someone the illusion that they are the one and only. And that means things like, you know, you don't openly talk about your other dates. You don't, you turn the hinge notifications off so that it's not dinging um, on your phone. Or maybe you put your phone in your pocket so th- nothing else pops up. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, you have Ooh. a level of, like, discretion like that. I'm um, guilty of, of that. Like, I'll put my phone on the table and Hinge is just going <laughs> No. But see, like... <laughs> that happened to me recently. Like, I, I think like, there's I something saying. kind to that illusion. Um, yeah. And I think... But there's also, like, not prying and asking about it and just kind of, like, letting that happen. Um, I also think the, the idea of, like, if you want to have some sort of exclusivity conversation... I don't think that starts with a question. I think you have to put your cards on the table first or else it's just kind of a gotcha moment. Like saying, yeah. are you seeing other people? I think maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe he was trying to put all his cards on the table. Like so that's the that. thing too. Like, cause I think, cause there's a few things I think it could be like, first I do wonder like, cause she made the comment about it being like an ex coworker type, type deal. Mm-hmm. She didn't say anything about, you know, if there's kissing on these dates, like part of me right. wonders if like, does he just think so- they're friends. Yeah, does he think they're friends or like maybe because there's like a, a kind of simultaneous like profession professional relationship, even though they like don't work together anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know, like people sometimes still still see people as colleagues or people they can get references from. Like, you know, maybe he's like it's he's he doesn't see it as a date and yeah, he's she, friends she does. her. He might be friends on totally her just to be like, be. Oh, I am dating someone yeah. else. Yeah, people. And I think like if these are dates, like she sh- she should know, but like Right. You know, it's it's possible that that's not the case. Um, I think, you know, is there the, the earnest, brutally honest type guy? Yeah. Mm. Um, I wonder, though, if it, yeah, if it's, like, setting the tone of, like, hey, just so you know, I'm, I'm out there. I'm not in a rush. Right. Because I think, like, the, like, there are people who are dating intentionally who are looking for relationships. Um, yeah. But they ha- kind of, I feel like, have that level of discretion in the early stages. Right. Like that. So um, I think, like, it, 
if he's like late twenties and up, I don't see him playing like the you know I'm going to make them fight over me bachelor type game. I think yeah. if that was the dynamic, we would hear more about it. Right. Um, but I think it maybe is kind of a way of saying like you know yeah I'm I'm out there like kind of putting because sometimes I feel like people put a disclaimer out there when they like they announce something that people kind of know that they might be doing, but the mm-hmm, fact that they're mm-hmm. saying it aloud is something they can come back to later. Just like the person who says, you know, like, oh, I'm not in a rush to get into a relationship or like, oh, you know, I, I like to date without any expectations. Like most people know, even if they're looking for relationships that like dating situations, like you're not boxed into being in a relationship with a person. Like, you know, maybe you'll be three dates and you'll decide they're not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's kind of part of dating. Um, so it's kind of like if you go out of your way to say like, oh, I don't want there to be expectations. It's kind of like putting a little disclaimer out mm-hmm. there that, you know, this is going to come back later. It's like a foreshadowing, like the the, yes. the fire, the Chekhov's gun or something where it's like it'll come back around later. What? Oh, yeah. Like, Chekhov's gun. I didn't know that's what that was. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's, uh-huh. like a, it's like a movie trope where it's like, oh, if they say like, oh, what's that boar's head on the wall in a uh-huh. movie or something, oh, it comes back up later. I see. Because um, okay, okay. movies, they don't just do that for no reason. A little foreshadowing. Uh-huh, yeah. Totally. So it's like, I feel like it's <laughs> kind of, he's setting thing. himself for up for later yeah. when they uh-huh. say like, you know, oh, hey, like, you know, what, you know, what are we? What are we doing? What are we? Yeah. You know, hey, whoa. I said, like, I told you I was dating other people. <gasps> like, whoa. Like, I wonder if that's kind of the case here. Okay. Okay. But also, I will say, like, even though, like, multi-dating is generally acceptable and okay in early stages, like, you can be, like, turned off by him, like, being, like, announcing it out loud. Like, you can... You, totally. Like, totally. It, yeah. I, if some, if I was on a date with a man and he announced it out loud, I would not, like, laugh it off. I'd be like, huh? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let you sit there in that awkward silence. Like, what the fuck do you mean by that? Like, yeah. all right. If you don't want me, like you said it, babe. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, don't be thinking you're gonna play mind games like back and forth. Don't be thinking I'm gonna be like, ooh, I'm gonna compete and see if I'm the better one. Like Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> no, I think I think like he's probably putting some putting some sort of signal out there. Unless like if he, if I saw this guy and he was wearing like khakis and a tucked in polo, then maybe he's being he's just being earnest like honest guy. But like, oh huh, yeah, I guess it depends on it really. I would the have man. to I would have to see the tone, and I, I'm sure like this woman can kind of get a feel for it. Mm. Um, kind of on the note of multi dating though, um, yeah, I think as far as like multi dating goes, sorry, we're looking at the um, multi dating, um, serial dating versus multi dating. Which one? have you always preferred so you're not you're not in a relationship by the way so as we know dating means actively going on dates yes serial dating is you have one person at a time if you want to date a new person you walk away from that one you go to the next multi-dating is you do concurrently oh man see i think multi multi multi-dating can only last so long i can get through like three multi-dates before i'm like i'm gonna pick the best one and start hanging out with that one you know like yeah you you go on three dates with three different people and then it's like what i'm supposed to like love them all equally like no i'm definitely gonna prefer to spend my time with one of Mm -hmm. them (laughs) i I think it's very much like an early dating move i would say yeah um yeah like because multi-date like and that's what's like because for me I have ADHD. How many times have I told you a story that I have already told you? Oh, uh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> or, like, forgotten that I've told a story. like Or get lost in your train of thought. Yes, like, but the thing <laughs> is, like, for me, like, I couldn't multi-date solely for the purpose of, like, 
being afraid I'd mix up stories. Oh my god, I do that all the time. Like I do oh that shit, all the time. Like wrong person. Oh my god, like, I literally do this all the time. I'm like, oh, aren't you the one that was talking about blah blah blah? Like, wasn't it you that said da da da? And they're like, wrong bitch. Well, I've had that because <laughs> I Sorry. I don't multi date for that purpose, and I've literally had times where it was like I dated somebody, and then you know a month later I was on a date with somebody, a few dates in with somebody new or something, mm-hmm. and then it would be. I would like think of the a story. I was like, oh shoot, like that, that's not his story. Like, right? Yes. Oh um, my god. Yes, so yes, like yes, yes, that yes. purpose alone, I, I could not multi-date because. But there's also like the kind of things where it's like people are busy, like you know, getting into like a relationship. Like it's like that takes momentum, and mm-hmm. like multi-dating could that make you spread too thin to really get to know anybody? Yeah. Like yeah, that would be true. like my whole thing. Oh yeah, that is kind of true because I give it my all when I like go out. I'm having a good ass time with me, yeah. regardless of who I'm with. And, yeah, I definitely feel like telling all my stories, talking about shit that I'm into, like, to have to restart that every time I, like, meet a new person and be on 10 every time, like, that is super exhausting. Totally. And I know, like, when I was single and, like, would be meeting somebody on apps, like, if I had a good date with somebody, like, I just didn't have it in me to just, like, go back on to Hinge, like, after a good date and be like, what else is out there? Like, I would be Mm -hmm. too excited about that person. But that's just how I operate. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, like, I feel like messaging out there that's, like, in like isn't just like you know multi-dating is normal i think it's healthy it's okay in early stages but Mm -hmm. people that like and i feel like this pressure comes to women where it's like you have to be multi-dating or like you're doing dating wrong if you can't multi-date or don't (laughs) multi-date like have you ever heard that messaging like people saying oh you should always be talking to multiple people like don't put all your eggs in one basket like there's some people who feel really strongly and encourage people to multi-date yeah um just like one of our listeners um and we'll jump into the next uh question we're doing a okay let's go rapid fire episode Feeling pressure to multi-date. Um, I, 27 female, have been single for the last three years and would call myself chronically single at this point. Never had a relationship over a year. Um, I took a break from dating due to feeling burned out um, and have gotten back to dating now that it's fall. Of course, as I've shared this with my female friends, most of whom are in relationships, they're always curious how dating is going and want to be helpful where they can. However, one piece of advice they keep giving me is that I should always be talking to multiple guys at once. I've never been a fan of this style of dating. Even though I know it's not wrong, I just can't get past the feelings of guilt and have the crazy fear of running into one of the other guys while out with the another while out with another one or getting a text from another guy like while I'm on a date. Stuff like that. Not to mention dating is time consuming. It feels kind of hard to juggle. But when I try to explain this to my friends, they laugh it off and say I need to get used to it because I'm not do because it's not wrong and that dating is supposed to be time consuming. And if I can't manage multiple guys, then maybe I'm not ready to date. They say I'm giving exclusivity and girlfriend benefits to someone without giving without them giving me the benefit of the label of girlfriend. And I'm putting all my eggs in one basket and I'm going to get hurt. One even called me naive. So am I doing something wrong here? I can't help but wonder since I've been single for a few years and all my friends are in relationships um, if if they're right. What's the best way to try multi-dating in a way that's more comfortable for me? I think that you sound incredibly polite and I think that there is space for that in like multi-dating which you know you don't want to yeah run into people or you don't want to um yeah be getting texts from somebody else like while you're on a date with one I think that's very sweet of you to 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 care about how that would impact somebody that you're seeing that that could potentially be really excited to hang out with you you know Mm -hmm. like I I get that um I think I do kind of agree with the whole like don't give girlfriend benefits to someone who's who's using you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think yeah, in this in this instance, serial dating is probably 
probably the the way to go like yeah. and i think people probably just like her friends probably just don't understand the difference between multi-dating and serial dating yeah because i think first off i think the thing that she should do is tell her friends to fuck off sure like, because yeah so first off people get exclusivity and serial dating mixed up a lot so serial dating is like a personal choice for yourself because it's easier for you to date that way mm-hmm. like i only want to date one person at, at a time like exclusivity and i i really don't like this idea of having like asking for this exclusivity thing as like a preamble to a relationship like i think Mm -hmm. it's just like you're adding an extra step um but like exclusivity comes with some sort of responsibility like in serial dating you don't you do it regardless what the other person's doing um you don't have to and usually don't announce it to the other person and like there's also like other responsibilities that come with like the girlfriend benefits Mm -hmm. beyond just the it's like you're responsible to that person versus just like oh i'm only dating this person at a time once at one at a time yeah like so this i don't think if you prefer to date one person at a time and it works like with your schedule and how you like to date you're not giving somebody girlfriend benefits like you're probably not picking them up from the airport just because you're serial dating sure yeah yeah yeah. and i i do think there's something to be said for like being more conservative about like your sexual energy as well like if dating you know does include that like and you you feel uncomfortable or like it like hurts you to be hooking up with more than one person at Mm -hmm. a time which there are plenty of like health you know uh like Mm -hmm. issues that could come with that like you you're just being like i think aware Mm -hmm. um of your own health and safety Mm -hmm. and like mental health and Mm -hmm. uh happiness and i think that is completely fine i think that's completely fine yeah and i i will say like multi-dating can work for some people like there's reasons that some people like it more like some people um you know like they go on it takes them a while to figure out if they like somebody mm-hmm. um they feel like serial dating maybe um they let go of people too quickly and don't give people a fair enough chance versus sure. multi-dating it's like okay like let's see let's do another date and see how things go yeah um, but I at the same time like the con to that is maybe you hang on to someone that's not a good fit versus serial dating forcing you to kind of for sure yeah that's true that's true you might end up stuck with somebody um Mm. and not like weighing out all your options but i do yeah i think you have to be kind of like cavalier to Mm -hmm. to multi-date like you kind of have to step into that side of yourself and Mm -hmm. not be afraid to hurt someone's feelings not be afraid to ghost someone Mm -hmm. like that's that's par for the course Mm -hmm. when you're multi-dating like you're gonna be ghosting people and people might be ghosting you yeah And, like, I don't think you should ever choose a style of dating just because the other person might be dating that way. Like, like, I think that that pressure to multi-date is silly. Um, Uh I also, yeah, like I said, exclusivity and serial dating are two very different things. Totally. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think her friends need to fuck off. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, anyway, I think we had a short episode today. Um, But, yeah, um, thank you, everybody, for listening in. We'll be back again soon. yeah so much fun ciao Ciao, people okay bye bye i know i feel terrible there's i think there's